Live from the Talking Joe studios, it's Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. Hey, 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 I'm the Chief, I'm joined by my buddy... Ben, how's it going, Chief? You sound a little bit under the weather there. Pretty grim, yes. Um, I think I mentioned on the last episode that the wife had come down with the flu and the little nipper. She had a double ear infection and a tonsillitis. And tonsillitis? Right. uh, Last Friday. And they're... She's... They're both better. They're they're both... The the missus is 100%. Well, I say 90%. The kid is about... 80% 80% and the How chief, chief? Uh, the chief is uh, Grimola yeah, well, uh, yeah what is that 30% yeah 30, I'd say 30% yeah yeah. so I was, away, I was away yesterday but I came home after lunch they sent me home um, so I'm going to have a have a day to try and recoup and uh, get back on that horse yeah I, this is my first day back to reality um, kids back at school this morning. God, when that alarm went off, jeez, man. Yeah, grim. I hit the snooze button three times. Nice, nice. <laughs> how, do, how do I sound? Do I sound like a, a villainous 80s uh, cartoon bad mm. guy? Husky, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You definitely sound off, a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if I cough every now and again, I apologise, um, but it cannot be helped. Yeah. And we don't do be. editing on this show. Well, we do do a bit of editing. Are you the kind of guy that, that goes to... Um, the, the your doctors or are you that kind of guy? I'm not. I'm not averse to going. No, I'm not. Okay. But I, I take the. Drugs. I had you. I actually had you down as a. I won't take nothing. No, no. I'll take the drugs. Give me them drugs, baby. Okay, fine. Uh, day nurse, I'm on at the moment, and then night nurse for night time. Okay, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> when do you think you'll be back at? Um, are you gonna have the whole week off? I might. Do? Uh, if I feel better tomorrow, I will work from home. Um, and then maybe look to go back into the office Thursday, Friday, but we'll see. Hey, you, f- you found time in your schedule to record Talking Joe. Hey, this is priority, man. Nothing yeah. stops Nothing stops us. <laughs> it's a juggernaut. Um, yeah. Um, quick update on the ever, ever-going saga of Chief's phone. Um, oh, hopefully this, crikey. Hopefully this will be the last update you ever have to hear. Um, last we left it, I had sent... I think I told you I'd sent my phone back to because the battery health was down to like 78%, contacted the company. Uh, they said, fine, send it back. We don't have it in white. We can send you a matte black one. That's fine. I said, I don't care what color is, as long as it's got above 90% battery health. I'm not talking about, you know, the battery, what what it's on. I'm talking about its maximum capacity for when it's a brand new one. Right. Um, and they said, yeah, fine, we'll, we'll do that. So I sent it off on a Wednesday, got one back on the Saturday, 92%. Everyone's happy. Yeah, great. No, yeah, you know, done. it doesn't no bog water. No. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, Mate, get yourself a cover for that phone. And no, uh, yeah, I've got a cover, but it's waterproof anyway. But um, hopefully, you will not have to hear any more about phone worries. Um, phone woes. Phone woes. The other thing was, just want to quickly pick up. It's not an errors on the show scenario. I know you Thank hate God. that segment. Um, it's just we we were we were wondering last episode when we were looking at the dates of issues. And I was contemplating, have I got second prints? Because my dates don't match up with what you were saying for that issue 21 silent interlude. My dates were, in fact, correct that I was reading out. Your trade that was dated 1983, um, even though silent interlude was 84, that's probably because your trade is dating the first issue collected in that trade. Okay. Which would have been 83. So that clears that up. 
Um, nice. I've, I've got a recommendation for the, the listeners out there this week. Hmm, what is it? We could have a new segment on the show, Chief and Ben's Recommendations of the Week. I don't know, maybe. Okay. Um, this one is actually, you'll be quite pleased with this one. It's a new podcast that I'd like all the listeners out there to give a go. It's called Back to the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. check it yeah. out. This That's is, my podcast. That is your podcast. This is... Um, Father well, and I, Son. I, you know, I am... Um, I, Stand by my guns. I tell it like it is, and if it was crap, I would not recommend it. Um, but <laughs> brutally this, honest, this, this is this is Ben's podcast with him and his son Phoenix, where they review he's eight. M- these eight. They review movies, and I love it. It's basically a twenty-minute pod. It's an easy listen. I'll yeah, be honest. Size. I'll be honest. There's two episodes out. The first episode one was a bit sloppy. I'll be honest with you, a bit sloppy. I just listened Slopsy. to. I just listened to the second episode last night. Tightened up screws. Marked improvement. Very, yeah. very good. Honestly, I thought it was really good. The, the, you know, I was going to say the dynamic between you and Phoenix was good. You'd hope it was, as you yeah. did. Um, <laughs> there's, it's like there's a bond. Yeah, it's like, it's like there's something between you. But yeah, I re- really enjoyed it. And on this particular episode, um, I won't spoil it, but you uh, talk about you went to see Bumblebee at the picture show. Yeah. Uh, you talk about that. You also talk about Back to the Future. Yeah, um, we do. Um, so yeah, so... Go to iTunes or wherever you get your pod. Type in "Back to the Phoenix" and uh, subscribe to that one because uh, nice. I, I have. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Chief. Oh, right. I was really disappointed that um, Bumblebee Man. No one's, no one's gone to see it. It's bombed. Really? It's, it's bombed. It's, it's got, it's covered in stink. It's covered in Michael Bay stink. Well, you weren't, um, you weren't that keen on seeing it in the first place, were you? No, not at all. I had no interest. I didn't. In fairness, I didn't know anything about it. Then I found out that. It's directed by the guy that did Cuba and the Two Strings, which is a really amazing animated film. Yep. Um, and I found out that he's a huge fan of the the um, 1986 Transformers, the movie cartoon. Yes. So piqued my interest. And also, dude, it's like 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wowzers. That's critics actually liking a Transformer. I mean, that's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. But um, it's bombed, so I don't think they're going to make I certainly don't think they're going to be continuing anything that they've set up. But in other box office news, Aquaman, yes. Aquaman has made over a billion dollars at what? The, the global box office, and you're is, pulling my plonker, and is officially <coughs> the most um, lucrative DC EU film, bigger than um, Batman versus Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Justice League, everything. I mean, who would have thought that? What is that? What, what is that down to then? What do you put that down Apparently, to? Apparently, it's down to an insanely good marketing campaign and about two years distance from ev- whenever the last DC EU film came out. Um, and it's not like he's a well-known, you know, no. to Joe Public. They don't know who Aquaman is. They know who Batman and Superman are and Wonder Woman. But Chris- Christmas maybe as well. I don't know. I haven't seen it, and also it's got you know massively mixed reviews. Yeah, I was going to so, say, what was what's the if it's done so well? Is it it's just middle of the road? Is it review wise? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's just fans, fans turning out. But I mean, it's pretty crazy to think that Aquaman can pull in more of Joe public than a film that has Batman and Superman in it. That is crazy. But anyway, um, we uh, we put up some photos on Instagram. Uh, yesterday oh, they, and those these photos if, the you, if you haven't seen them get onto our instagram account it's talking joe comics 
and I stuck them up on, uh, have I put them on the Facebook page yet? I don't think so. I put them on the Twitter, talking underscore Joe. These are pictures setups. That, that me and Ben took setups from 1991. They're 27 years well, old. Yeah, circa 91. Circa 91. We tried dating the figures last night and we think it's 91, 92 because um, the UK figures came out maybe a year later than the US ones. I think they kind of aligned a bit more towards the end. But these yeah. are setups we did in Ben's garden where we... We dug it up, uh, we built bases, we built big G.I. Joe base. This must have taken us about two or three hours minimum. And yeah. uh, there's about 10 or 11 photos on there of us. Is that all that you had? That's all the photos, yeah, that, that, I've, Is that, that I've got. Yeah, so it was just one setup we did, because I know we did, we did multiple ones. I would ones. say that we, we, would have, we would have covered at least four with a, you know, a set of 32 photos. I'm four different setups? I, I, I think so, probably. That's, that's, all those photos are from one setup. yeah. And there, was there any water feature in that one? No, there wasn't. Because I know we, we did, did do water features, yeah. Where we had the water moccasin and, oh, you know, we, we lined it with a bag and filled it with water. So yeah. good. Creative, man. Look Very at the, creative. those steps that are built in. Yeah. So we built steps. We got, I think that's actually a little old school Lego ladder on there as well. Um, but we, yeah, we had um, Sergeant Slaughter and I think it's Footloose Carrying out there. Log, and they're getting resources and supplies. I think he's using buzzers. Yeah, chainsaw. usually our thing was we'd build, a, it was effectively a, a Joe base. Yeah. And that we'd have some skirmishes on the outskirts, wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. This one I think was just, there was no Cobras in this one, was there? We didn't do any, no. No, wow. there was I quick kicking. There's nice quick kick jinx quick kick training jinx. <coughs> Excuse scene. me, with Budo watching. There's uh, Shockwave out back and... Great convoy, great convoy, doing a run out. Yeah, um, there's gung ho the going under some sort of. Um, he's, he's doing a crawling on his knees or something like that. There's people in the command base. Yeah, it's a wide range of figures as well, spanning, and vehicles, and vehicles spanning all of the different kind of releases. Really. Now, I think most of those. I had the MBT Mauler tank, but you oh, were, you sold you, that to me for ten pounds. Holy cow! Did that I? That was done. Yeah, that was that. That deal was done way before that setup. Was it? Now, when you put the batteries in, what that, was I doing about that? That's one of the best was, vehicles ever. There was nothing that would stop that thing. It would oh, go over anything. It was. And relentless. You had two modes. You had a slow mode, which yeah. was better for actually going up a steep hill or something, and then you yeah. had a quick mode. Um, Great vehicle. One of the best. Yeah. But um, whenever we did that, that was pre-me having Rolling Thunder, I think. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I, I was never... I was always into the small... Same with Lego. I was always into the smaller sets and the smaller one-man vehicles for G.I. Joe. You were always big on vehicles. I never well, that had... Well, that was an age thing. I was still going broom, broom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was 10 at that stage, wasn't I? Must yeah. have been. Yeah. 10 or 12. Um, yeah, I was 16. Yeah, should I be Gav- playing with Should I be playing with GI Joes out in the garden? Don't very know. much, very much so. Yeah, it was mate. That's artistic. I mean, it's taking photos. But I mean, all those other vehicles were yours, weren't they? The Warthog, the Havoc, yeah, I had- the Mean Dog, all that stuff. You had the Rolling Thunder. The, the yeah, I was going through the vehicles that I had, and you know, we lived in a small house. I just don't even know where I would have stored. No idea. All of that plastic. No idea. Um, I remember I I was big with vehicles. I liked to know how many figures you could get on said vehicle. Yeah. And there was one that was just fantastic. It as in how Sergeant, many, as yeah, in how like many little, dedicated little figure little, slots? Little, uh, little nodes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and Sergeant Slaughter's second vehicle that came out, the Warthog, yep. was one of the great, great... I think you could get like 12 Joes on that Really? Thing. Yeah, you could get like six inside, 
some on the on the actual side bits. Yeah. It was one of the best vehicles. It was great. It had two massive uh, like missiles on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh, you the did best. have the Rolling Thunder as well, which was the biggest bastard going. Wasn't well, there was bigger stuff, but that was that was a good one. I would say that is coming to the end of my G.I. Joe life. Yeah. When I got that, I, d- I think that was the last Christmas that I got anything. I'll tell you what, what, how many, have you got vehicles left or just figures? Dude, I've got no vehicles. They're right. always the first to go, aren't they? Right. I've got figures, what's, but they are in a hell of a bad state. Every your... single one has got a, a rotten band and has snapped. All right. Well, we can get O-rings. Let's get O-rings, fix them up. What's your garden situation? I'm going to come down and visit you. We're going to do a setup. Oh, I've got a great garden situation now. Yeah? Yeah, fantastic. All right, start thinking about ideas. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix right. would love that. Cool. We've got some uh, comics to talk about, but before we do, we've got to quickly go... Inside Chief's mind. Dare we step in it. Um, this one is this week is not necessarily something that massively bugs me or grinds my gears. It's just a minor annoyance. Probably on a, a three on a scale of one to ten. Okay, so qu- qu- question for you. Um, what was the year ten years ago? <laughs> not the 90s. No, no. What was is the that year? What, no, well, no, because I'm one of those people that still thinks the last decade is the 1990s. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a serious question. What was the year ten years ago? 2009. 2009. Uh, when were you born? 1981. Okay. So why Where's did you, this why, going? Why did you say 1981? And why did you say 2009? Why didn't you say 2009? Dude, I'm ashamed. Because I was just busting someone's balls for that on the text. Really? And I was like, I can't stand people that say um, 2019. I was like, it's 2019. It sounds awesome. It sounds futuristic. And I even went as far to say, it's not like someone said, oh, it's 1,966. Let's put flowers in our hair. I don't know why I just did that. Yeah, I caught you out, didn't I? Because I knew, I knew, I I had had a trick there up my sleeve. Because I knew if I said... What's the current year? I, I think knew it's you, I there knew, was a maths element to I it. I knew you would say if, it, if I said what's the current year, I knew you'd say 2019. So I had to pick. I went. I went for two zero zero nine because I had I, I had a hunch yeah, you might say 2009. That that tricks people out because it's like yeah, they, people don't tend to say 23, do they? 2003 or yeah. um, you're well, right. They should. You got me. But you got me so, by the bollards there. So you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna massively. You know. I'll come on board. That annoys me, but I just did it myself. (laughs) Especially, I'll give people a pass, but when we get to 2020, that that sounds so awesome, rolling off the top. I mean, that is Total Recall, Blade Runner, futuristic stuff. I give people a pass if they're... All I want is consistency. If you want to say 2009, then make sure when I say when were you born, make sure you say... Nine one thousand nine. Well, make sure you say 1,984. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's almost better. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've been chewing the fat here. Let's talk about some G.I. Joe comics. This week we are talking about 22, 23, and 24. First one up is issue... You've read all these, I, I take it? Mate, that's why we do the show. That's why we do the show. Uh, first, <laughs> first up is issue 22. This is called Like Chimney Sweepers Come to Dust. It is script by Larry Harmer. Uh... Breakdowns by Mike Vosberg, finishes by John D'Agostino, letters by Rick Parker, and colours by George Roussos. This one is basically, it's almost like a wrap-up issue. Um, a lot has been happening. Obviously, we had the, the landmark legendary issue 21 silent interlude prior to this. 
the main thing here is flag bit the dust so there's a funeral for flag but it's also a lot of individual character pieces so you get four or five different two or three man or two or three character pieces where they're just you know talking and just chilling out and getting stuff done so apart from that funeral scene at the end with the introduction of a couple of new joes um it's, it's kind of a downtime issue and, and a wrap i like to call it a wrap-up issue chief let me shock you go this is one of the greatest issues i've read so far love it. it's a brilliant one isn't it dude it is incredible because it's a slow burn yep. it's a pause for breath and it is showing like vast connectivity with everything that's been that's coming it's it's totally is a wrap-up issue but it's done so well and it it deepens my love for the characters yep. because it, it just makes everything less throwaway and it really is starting to do like big world building yep. and I just feel so invested yeah. in all of the characters. What what you said about the cover? Cover has got have you got it to hand? Cover's got yeah, Des- I've got it. Destro holding pulling um, strings a rattler. Oh, I love <laughs> dude. Also, me. I love the introduction of the rattler. Great toy. Yep. Um, I never had it. Did we get it over here in the UK? I'm not yeah, sure. We did. Did yeah, we? we? Did. Yeah, this, you know, that's one of the biggest kind of Cobra vehicles. We never had it, though. Did I didn't have it. Did you have Who's it? Who's the pilot? Weasel. Wild Weasel. No, Wild Weasel. Yeah. yeah so uh, no, I never had it. Destro's holding this Rattler, and all these Joes are kind of like standy figures. And they're It's a real plane, down. isn't it? It's a tank buster, I think yeah, it's called a, in real A-10 life. tank buster, is it? Yeah. It's Something just, like yeah, the funeral, the, the Rattler attack, some glorious panels with that... Um, funeral as well roadblock introduction yeah Vos- then- Vosberg's art here is uh, probably some of the best he's done on the series we get Duke as well so they get oh. introduced at the end and they roadblock and Duke they're at the, they're at the f- state funeral at Arlington for flag it's all there's some lots of wordless panels which sets the scene very somber and then um this rattler flies in cobra commanders decided to, he'd, he'd found out that they're holding this funeral and he wants to send in this rattler to what basically just shoot up all the joes because he knows just they're gonna be in it. one place yeah they're about to be taken out and then all of a sudden a couple of dudes standing on a hill blast this rattler um and it's it's your man roadblock and duke who who know each other and kind of roadblock introduces the rest of the gang to him yeah and is basically saying look mate this this guy doesn't take any crap i mean he's introduced as a proper almost too much of a badass do you think duke yeah he's well like, he's against like, type for i thought but then over the coming issues i think he settles in he's and, like i'm um, gonna whip you boys into shape they're at a funeral yeah. man he's like yeah, thinking about drill sergeant and all that sort of stuff I'd, I'd love all the bants with roadblock and that 50 cow yeah it's another one with a browning weapon one <laughs> quinn had the browning 50 cow yeah uh, i'm sure um, Cobra Commander had one in one of his shooting galleries. Oh, yes. This is another scene of Cobra Commander with a shooting gallery. Yeah. Down in, the, he, eight, he, down in the HQ. And he's like, uh, bring me the, the, a standee of that new Joe, Cover Girl. Yeah, he's decimated two Joes in half. Yes. And he's <laughs> Cut going, at the waist. He's going to work on a third in the middle. Yeah. And he's standing up doing a, with a pistol. I, I, I absolutely wish they kept going with this. Yeah. I have a feeling... This is the last time we see it. What do you think? The, what, the, the shooting gallery? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> yeah, lots of Dest- Destro, I think, is getting drawn better and better as it goes on, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I love how integral Destro is becoming. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also, I was wondering how what they were going to do with 
Scarlet and kind of the the happenings of issue twenty one because um, and they, they do weave they, that in nicely. They, they yeah. do a couple. They do a couple of bits here where they which is all it needs. They kind of say that she was on her yearly qualification jump, went through a cloud, went through a cloud. <laughs> wait a minute, and then you get that you get you know like I said earlier, you, there's a couple of scenes just of quiet character moments, and Grunt is in um, some vehicle with Snake Eyes, and Grunt obviously because Snake Eyes is a mute, Grunt has a good chance to do some exposition for us, and kind of says you know. Um, you came back with this new bit of Cobra technology, this claw glider thing, you know, what went on up there. Yeah. Sort of filling in a few blanks, whatever. Yeah, it gets mentioned in two separate occasions, I think. Yeah, and, there's, a, um, there's, a cool, <clears throat> there's a cool bit early on where they're rebuilding the pit after that uh, Cobra I attack. I love that bit. I love all the bants there. Rock and Roll's got gung-ho on his shoulders and this, this beam's collapsing as they're building it. And um, he goes, we need a hammer. We don't need no stinking hammer. And he uses his fists to basically punch this beam back into place. Yeah, they're basically labouring. I mean, they've signed yeah. on for G.I. Joe and yeah. they're basically saying, OK, for the next six months, you're builders. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> it should take a year, but we're going to do it in six, six months. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, really loved this issue. I think it's because I have a love of kind of slow burning stories and I quite like dialogue. And I think without issues like this, it makes the great issues not as good because you need issues like this to kind of do all the heavy lifting in terms yeah. of like bonding with the characters. You can't have every every episode, every issue just being a shootout with Cobra. Yeah. So I you know, I'd never call this a filler. This is integral. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But um You've yeah, got what Snow you... Job, Snow Job cracking onto Cover Girl. Could you just help me out with the ending a little bit? Cuz I what's going on here? So, so which bit they're is... in the they're in the graveyard. Okay, yep. And we end on Dr. Venom's um, coffin. Yeah, so, so they're just burying, burying dudes. I mean, what, what's supposed to be significant about this? That's what I'm asking. I'm so not sure. you're saying, because I was like, am I. Re-? So I read it like three times. Yep. And I was like, yeah, but I know that Dr. Ven- I, I didn't understand the we significance know he's dead. of it. They put, put four crates in this grave. You can't the, see them, though. The, the letters are covered up. The names are covered up by the guy's legs on, on, on several of them. All you see is Dr. Venom. See, I thought it was meant to be a dun-dun-dun moment, and yeah. I was like, I'm not getting it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't get that bit either. Okay, um, maybe And the, the other there. bit, which does get cleared up in the next issue, um, is you also see here... Major blood with the Baroness. They're in the Swiss Alps, and they yes, go into the. Yes, that a little bit. They go into the Bern Institute of Facial Reconstruction because obviously we've last we saw her, she was all mummified up with bandages because of that hiss tank uh, explosion she had when blood actually cowardly ran off. Yeah. Now he's actually he escaped in issue nineteen when the GI Joe um, fort base thing got blown up and Cobra thought they'd won. Um, but at that point, there was no mention of the Baroness escaping. So I'm like, how is she now in the Swiss Alps? Yeah, did they, they... Only spend, they only spend one page on it, don't they? They just yeah. cut to it. How did she actually get away or did they let her get away? Or I wasn't sure. And they basically, he's basically, they go to this doctor dude and they say, oh yeah, she was in a Lamborghini crash. And he kind of, stu- <laughs> what's, what's her name? Uh, the Baroness de, de Cobre. <laughs> <laughs> that is comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah and then immediately after that we wrap up snake eyes is kind of (laughs) brothers in arms but not really with burying quinn yes on some canoe yeah yeah oh they've they've even put the 50 cow gun on him across across the canoe (laughs) yeah Yeah. and they kind of wrap up that i mean this Um, this was a great issue 
was it, um, re- it really was every, everyone's firing all cylinders here the whole creative team um what what's, yeah. your, what's your yo joeage on this eight easily yeah? eight for me I, I i absolutely loved it so you have only got one other eight on your list so far and that is the pipeline ploy which was issue 11 yeah so you know is i'll put it just below that just below that so you're going to put it in third spot um i'm also going to give it an eight um uh, shall I put it? I might even put it above that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I think I'm going to go with you. Same. I'm going to put it just below. Cool, man. So same, same place for us. Um, good stuff. Right. Um, now we're issue looking at twenty-three. Issue twenty-three. Oh, um, while I'm finding this, um, have you read? Um, have you downloaded for free from Comicsology and read that hot potato issue yet? Have not you? Oh my god, you're killing get, me! Get you're me killing me. The, get me in the doghouse. Yeah, because you want the neatness for the spreadsheet, for, don't you? By next episode, I want you to have read that. It's free. Download it. It's free. It's free. It's gratis. Um, right. Yeah. So issue twenty-three. This is called Cobra Commander Captured at Last. Um, yeah. Same same um, creative team as last time. Um, cover to this one. I like this cover. It's got. Um, is that clutch and roadblock with a captured cobra commander dude this cover really really sticks out to me yeah i think when this i look is, at this i should co- this i should know the... this but is this mike zek i'm not asking you i think this is mike zek though attention fact checking joe here the cover artist for 23 was michael golden not mike zek now drop and give me 20 okay back to the show I was looking at all of these covers, and my God, that is a contemporary cover yeah. for 1983 or four. It's very artistic, it is. isn't it? Very stylish. I mean, it's just absolutely nothing like any of the covers that have come before, or to be honest with you, yeah. flicking through that come after well, for about I was, three years. I was going to say, wait till we get to. I, I think 24 is better. 24 is one of my favourites, but no, I'm just talking about the way this one looks. Oh, the, sty- the stylishness of it. It looks like a new GI Joe comic. Yeah. That that you'd buy now. Yeah. Um, re- I really, really like that cover, massively. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. So, um, so the synopsis of this one um, is uh, the title says Cobra Commander captured at last. Um, so the Joes are in um, the Swiss Alps. They're staking out Blood and Baroness because they know where they've gone. Because as it turns out, they have planted a tracking chip on the Baroness. Um, and it says she she she. I thought have they did they let her go then to track her? But I think she just escaped, or maybe they did let her go. I don't know. Um, that's never actually hundred percent made clear. So potentially they did let blood get away with her. So anyway, they're they're in the Swiss Alps staking out. There's a lot of different teams involved here: Clutching Cover Girl, Roadblock, and Duke. Um, snow jobs up in the Alps, and they're basically just trying to find Baroness and to lead them. To lead follow her and lead them to cobra commander um and it turns into big chase sequences um and cobra commander gets captured in the end yeah now absolutely love this issue again yep at the end it got a bit kind of like a catch the pigeon yes and i have to say i got a little bit confused yep. a little bit with the chase yes but it all kind of wraps up nicely at the end and i knew what was going on yes. but I was a little bit confused who where's who and where's Cobra Commander, but um again, 
Oh my god, these comics are getting so good now. Yeah. This is another insanely good issue. Storm Shadow, um, some really good comedy with uh, Duke and Roadblock. Oh in yeah, that they're, cafe. they're in a cafe and Roadblock is apps because he's, he's like a trained chef. He's got a and, great um, check. In fact, his get-up is incredible. His get-up is fantastic, yeah. Proper. He's almost 70s up, isn't he? And, um, yeah. He's, he's dissing the food in this cafe, saying it's a disgrace to serve this food, etc. Meanwhile, Duke's on some suitcase phone. It's <laughs> amazing. It is amazing. It's not the 20s. No. I mean, <laughs> it's so lo-fi. It's like hand cranking. Yeah. It's a hand crank. Um, and then they actually later on they switch to a different restaurant and Roblox like overcome by the quality of the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great little sub kind of thing. Yeah. Also, absolutely love the opening panel with uh, Snowjob up on that. Um, up on the cliff. mountain with his binocs. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Really yeah. awesome. So they, they followed blood, haven't they, and to this Burn Institute, whatever. And there's, a, yeah. there's an interesting um, bit early on where they radio Duke's on the, on, on the horn on the, on his uh, suitcase phone walkie-talkie thing back to the pit and yeah. um, there's a there's a there's an error here I'm just trying to find it he says something like um, breakers on the horn and he says meanwhile at the pit and he says Hank we're picking up a satellite relay signal from Switzerland that will be When's that? Uh, that is on what page is that page 3 and he calls him Hank instead of Hawk so it's a lettering error Ah okay I must have missed that Yeah and he says yeah that'll be Duke reporting in he calls him Hank. Um, okay, okay. There you go. Um, yeah, on the I just I thought you know Storm Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Playing a playing a key key role. So he he Storm Shadow and Cobra Commander. The reason they go to the Swiss Alps is because Major Blood has phoned him up and basically said, "Look, I want two million in a Gucci suitcase. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to tell Destro you tried to kill him." Yes. And Cobra Commander's like. Shit, all right. And this is actually, they, they do, it's the first time Larry Harmer's used them, and I think it's the only time he does use them in the whole run, is Thought Bubbles. He has Cobra Commander with Thought Bubbles. Which, initially, I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this, but it actually works. Yeah, he's in some quality throne with a big Cobra Snake, and then yeah. he, he goes, he comes up, you know, he's doing, yeah, so yeah, he, Harmer just didn't like using them. I think this was the only um, issue where he did use them. He comes up from the underground sewer, gets into a Cobra taxi and gets on a Cobra plane. Yeah. And again, it shows you how deep-rooted the Cobras are in society as a, as a whole. Um, you don't know at this point that Storm Shadow is also with him in disguise. Uh, yeah. And he flies over to to potentially um, give Blood his ransom money. You, you definitely feel like Storm Shadow is pretty loyal to Cobra Commander, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Clutch, Clutch yeah. is there hitting on Cover Girl. I mean, they they play up this a lot with Clutch hitting on Scarlet a lot, hitting on Cover Girl. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of a it's turned into a running gag now. And like Cover Girl, like you were saying, you didn't know who she was, but she's actually been getting quite a lot of yeah, she face has, time yeah. over the last couple of issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything there's a, else. There's a crazy when you mentioned the bit of comedy. There's a crazy annual international fantasy convention being held in oh, in, yes. in, uh, yeah. in Luca. They're in, I think they're in Italy now, are they? Um, yeah. At the gar- and it's the gala masquerade party where people from all around the world come with crazy get-ups and, and fancy dress. And it turns out that someone 
what this is the cafe, the restaurant where Roblox and Duke are, and someone walks in, it looks just like Cobra Commander, but Duke's like, no, it hasn't got the Cobra's, Cobra insignia <laughs> oh, on no. it. Yeah, we, just, won't, we won't check it out. It's just some dude. No, but it's actually not Cobra Commander. It's some dude, just the masked yeah. marauder. Yeah. Who looks exactly I, like Cobra Commander, but it's not Cobra Commander. It was a very cinematic scene, that. Yeah. And in fact, the whole issue, like I could really imagine it being like a TV episode, yeah. this one. There's, a, there's really, another, really there's really another great bit where Blood's now um, being chased by Covergirl and he's in a car. He's in like a 19... 19 what is that? Clutch calls it out. It's a 1931 Duesenberg, which is like uh, a Nazi... A Germany staff car, yeah, um, and it's got a load of dudes with Tommy guns. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I said it's like Catch the Pigeon. This yeah. man, yeah, yeah right, like the Ant Hill gets... mob. Yeah, yeah. When that chase scene starts, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it really is. They got the port. Who's in the Porsche? Um, that's Clutch and Cover Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're chasing him. Then um, Blood ends up crashing into the restaurant where Duke and uh, Roblox are, and where this masquerade party is. Because Cobra, the actual real Cobra Commander has actually walked in now to this party. <laughs> Dude, I'm, la- I'm looking at this now and laughing. There's so many funny bits on this chase. Yeah. When, they, when they smash each other up, yeah. and the, the, um, the thing that Major Blood and Storm Shadow in basically gets the whole kind of shell taken off of it. Oh, yeah, because they, 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 they have a big scrap, don't they? And um, there's a bit where Roblox swinging his 50 cal by the barrel. Yes, just holding the fifty cal by the barrel and just swinging it at, at these gangster dudes with Tommy guns, and then the Baroness. No, that's when Cobra Commander's like, um, "You're not going to get burn you're, his hands, you're, man. You're not going to get the money, blood." And Storm Shadow's there. He kills a couple of guards, and um, he's about to off blood. And Baroness gets pulls a gun on Cobra Commander, and it's like a Chinese standoff. Yes, and, um, what, I'm thinking here. Why didn't Cobra Commander? Why did he go? He should have just sent Storm Shadow. He should have just sent Storm Shadow on his own to kill off Blood. Yeah, clearly. Although that doesn't make a very good story, does it? That just ends there. So then Baroness <laughs> takes. So this is when we get your chase sequence. Baroness takes Cobra Commander hostage. Yes. And they hightail it out. Then Clutch and Cover Girl follow in the Porsche. Then Storm yep. Shadow and Blood beat up Roadblock and Duke, and they get onto a float like a masquerade Dude, that's incredible parade a float chinese dragon float <laughs> chinese dragon float, and they chase after clutch and cover girl and then the vamp which has got snow job in picks up roadblock and duke and they chase so you've got baroness and cobra commander followed by clutch yep. and cover girl followed by storm shadow and blood followed by the vamp with roadblock duke and snow job yeah and then they have then a big th- crash there's a crash they they well clutch and cover girl crash or they get an arrow storm shadow shoots an arrow i think in their wheel they end up stealing a motorbike off some dude yeah see more vehicles and he's like he's it's like crazy he's like why'd you give him that motorbike why'd you, why'd you, to the he said to his lady why'd you give him that motorbike well she had a smile and a gun <laughs> <laughs> and yeah there's a lot of vehicle there's, there's changes. a strange bit here they're like they're like holy cow there's a cement truck coming but the cement truck if you look at the way it's drawn the cement truck's not coming the opposite direction to all this chase scene the cement truck's coming from behind it's actually going the same direction they're traveling uh do you think yeah look at the picture oh, yeah i'm looking at it now but and the cement truck which is just no a... it's going towards them man no it's not you sure i don't think it is yeah because they've got dust trails indicating that they're moving to the left of the panel and the cement truck uh, it's got all the wheels at the back. The little one at the front is driving towards them. 
Wait a minute. I'm looking at looks, it. Now. Looks like a cement truck to me, is what he says. Um, and then bang. Oh, I see what you mean. You, you, might what I mean? Actually be, you might be talking about the next panel on. Yeah, the next. Possibly. Oh, maybe it says it spun around. Maybe it spun around. Oh, yes, yeah. you're right. Sorry, yeah, the panel that you're seeing, yes, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Because the next panel, it's facing, I think it's gone into a spin. Yes, I think the cement truck's gone into a spin. It's rammed the vamp. Because I was thinking, why is that cement truck purposefully rammed the vamp? But it hasn't. It's, it's gone around the corner, around the hairpin. It's gone into a spin. It's hit the vamp. Yeah. The vamp's been knocked over. Roadblock gets his guns out and pushes the vamp back onto its wheels. They hijack this cement truck as well. I don't know why they do that. Yeah, and then there's a great bit where the vamp decides to drive down the side of the mountain. Yeah, I actually thought that could have been drawn better. <laughs> well, I quite like that. Are they doing it? Yeah, I mean they're doing that on purpose. That's a shortcut, isn't it? Yeah, because I thought they were going up the mountain, but now as it but, turns out, they're going down uh, the mountain. It is quite funny actually because all the bits are flying off of it, like yeah. the wheel and stuff. Yeah, so they yeah. get they get down there ahead of Cobra Commander and Baroness. Roadblock opens up with the 50 cal. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Baroness, Baroness jumps on. Baroness hops the... on this uh, float that Blood and Storm Shadow are on. They escape. And the last panel is, we've captured Cobra Commander. Yeah. I think I found it a little bit confusing because there's not really any panels in that entire chase where you see anything from Cobra Commander's point of view. Uh, no. And you just, uh, I sort of, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was involved in all of that because he pops up at the end. But another absolutely great issue. Yes. Made even better by the issue that came before it, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. How many um, Yojo Colas do you give this one? Chiefy? Um, Exhaling. So, is it another eight or is it a seven? I'm just looking at what I gave. My highest seven is... Cobra's plan revealed, which is issues sixteen to nineteen. I'd probably rather read this issue again. I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this an eight. Same, I'm giving it an eight too. Okay. And where are you slotting it in? I would slot it in So you Actually I really no prob- okay, the lowest eight that I have out of the two that have come before it. Yep. Okay, so we're both giving it eight and uh... But let's not beat around the bush. Eight is high <coughs> praise indeed. Yes. Yeah, very good. I think this, and then we're going to go on to 24, I think this episode we've recorded has the highest overall quality of issues of any episode we've done yet. Absolutely, and my enjoyment of them. Yes. But as I keep saying, I th- you know, that is only, you can only have that with what's come before. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's taken to get here, and I've got a feeling the eights and above are going to be coming thick and fast. Yeah, let's hope so. From now on, I'd rather read good stuff so. than not. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it was a mixed bag. You know, it was a constant mixed bag before, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. We've had, you know, we've never had two eights in a row, have no. we? No way. No. So, yeah. All right, okay, issue 24. This is The Commander Escapes. This is script by Larry Harmer. We've got guest art by Russ Heath. This is the only issue he draws in the whole run. Uh, Letter in by Rick Parker. Colours by Greg Russos cover to this one it's another mike zek cover really good cover commander cover commander on the claw um it's one of those covers where it semi depicts what's this this these all the things on this cover don't necessarily happen in the comic together so 
you know, roadblock tackling Storm Shadow Hello. does happen. Cobra on the Claw does happen, but they're not, you know, right next to the fort when it happens. Um, yeah. But it's, really it's a, bit, it's a for... bit of a, it's, it's one of those covers where it's it gives away too much of what's inside. Possibly, but it gets you pumped yeah. for what is inside. Yeah, so it does get you pumped. Because, so the synopsis for this issue is Joes have captured Cobra. Um, they're taking him to a staging ground and Storm Shadow is basically on a rescue mission to get Cobra Commander back. Yeah. Quite simple. Yeah. And I think this is where, <clears throat> pardon me, you really learn a lot about Duke here. Do you think? I think so. Duke features heavily, man. Also, co- really also Cobra Commander. Also Cobra Commander, I think, because in this issue, there's no, there's no clownish stuff. He's very serious. Yeah. Um, you know, he's. he's... Now, this has got the best dialogue <coughs> in any of the issue we've read so far. You think? I just absolutely loved this issue. Yeah. I from start to finish, I love all the stuff. With the, the cable at the beginning, I was like, what the heck is going on here? And they're basically dropping off the cargo yeah. to build this temp base to hold Cobra Commander. And every turn, Cobra Commander's saying, well, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to work. And the Joe's like, no, it's going to work because of this, this and this. Yeah. Um, some great panels. That panel with um, Cobra Commander and the big aircraft carrier. Oh, it's in his face plate. Yeah, because I mean... Yeah. Do, do, Harmer doesn't necessarily always explain everything to you, which I like. So he's basically saying, "Roadblock, get ready to take out the arrestor cable." You know, he doesn't explain what an arrestor cable is. I don't need to know. All I need, all I know, yeah. is it's a technical. He shows ter- you. It's a technical term, and I love it. Yeah, and the way <coughs> Harmer and Heath lay out these panels, you know, so good. Chucks in the very cable, real world, and then in comes you know Ace and Wild Bill in the C one thirty. You know, so put down the landing gear in case I misjudge and belly in. That's yeah. a negative thinking part. You know, it's just, you know, really good. They're, they're hammering this pit on into the ground. and um, Yeah, at first I was like, hang on, are they going to land? And they want that yeah. to hold the plane. I yeah. was like, ah, no, no they, very clever. They drop out a cable, a tow cable, a hook, and it drops off some some big boxes. Now, I was a bit confused here. I had a bit of a um, debate with El Wolfers, Mark Seddon and his brother Peter, um, this morning, in fact, about this okay. because... They're in the American Rockies. They're building a fortress. And I was like, why not just take Cobra Commander back to the pit? And they were like, well, the pit's still under construction. And I was like, okay, why not just take him to, you know, a holding cell somewhere else or a prison or a jail or something? Take him somewhere Not defendable, Chief. Yeah, but not why, defendable. What, I don't understand. I didn't understand what G.I. Joe's... What their long game what's is. What's their long game? They're, they're holed up in the Rockies in a, in a big plateau. They're going to build a temporary base to do what? Well, no, dude, they're thinking on their their feet. That is the part of the world that they're in. Yes, isn't it? Anyway, no, they, well, they, oh, they, no, they no, captured no, no, him in. Sorry. They captured him in Italy, didn't they? Yeah, sorry, it's not the Dolomites, is it? That they're in. They're actually. Yeah. But uh, do you honestly? I didn't. Being honest, yeah. my brain didn't go there. No, no. Um, and I think I've. I, I'm not saying that as a. I'm just questioning it. I don't mind it because, like you, you know, I'm. I'm happy as how it plays out. And, uh, Definitely sure they they never sum it up. They don't know. No, and 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 Mark actually said, um, you know. Maybe Harmer had to shoe in, you know, some toy stuff, and maybe and they, there was this um, this uh, command bunker base that we kind of saw in issue nineteen, where it raises up out the pit. 
And yeah. this this looks to be. I was unsure. I disagreed with him in the beginning, but maybe I'm coming on board. This is. Pot- no, I think you're this is, absolutely this right. This is potentially there. the same the same toy that's used in issue 24. Potentially, and maybe yeah. Harmer had to get it in again. Um, yeah. So. I quite. I, so you've got three kind of main things that it's intercutting, yep. haven't you? You've got Destris, Destro being reintroduced to Baroness, yeah, finding so, out so, that she's alive. So again, I want to question this bit as well. So Major Blood and Baroness go back to Cobra headquarters. Destro's there. And Destro says, Major Blood, you're either a fool or a madman to come back here after what you've done. So when he says, after what you've done, what is he referring to? Because in, in the bottom it says, Blood did the evil deed in G.I. Joe issue 16. Now, is he talking about the fact that he left is he talking, Baroness, is that, man, is that what I'm saying. Is he talking about the fact that Blood left Baroness, or is he talking about the fact that Blood tried to kill Destro? Does Destro know that Blood tried to kill him? I, it doesn't. Mm. It, it's, it's not. It's not vitally important. But I have a feeling that it's a combination of all of those things. Right. Okay. Well, because basically, you know that Blood's a bit of a goon, don't you? And kind of not to be trusted. Yeah. Left Baroness to burn up. Didn't actually realise that Destro knew that though that he left her no 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 um, but maybe he saw it from his his tank yeah possibly and he, and he yeah maybe that is the case maybe it's because he left him yeah but then they and then, then you, they, so you've got that scene they and start then also... they, they start a power play then don't they the three of them yes to, yeah. to take over cobra to over cobra but they, they're thinking now about offing cobra commander because he knows yes. he knows too much but then we cut to such an awesome plane cobra plane high above the mountains yeah. and you've got Storm Shadow plotting his rescue attempt. Yeah, so Cobra Storm Commander. Shadow's had troops on the ground. He's obviously quite high ranking. We don't, you know, um, we, we've only yeah. He we've holds only, a lot of sway. I think we've only seen him in a couple of issues, obviously, so far. But he holds a lot of sway. He's he's indebted to the commander for some reason, which we'll find out later. Uh, but he's got people tracking this C one thirty that's dropped off the all the yeah. all the resources up on the Rockies, and then then triangulating a position for potentially where that plane has been to potentially show where the commander is yeah yeah i have to say any time i see a panel with storm shadow on it i just get excited yeah i just think he is the coolest looking guy yeah i absolutely love him so um then we cut back to kind of we kind of got the joes setting up their base and it's pretty hardcore isn't it i love it you've got like roadblocks in a little gun nest with his with his 50 cow so are they just waiting AA gun are they just waiting for a cobra i think they're assuming that they're <coughs> going to be attacked and it's really funny isn't it because duke's taking it all very seriously well there, there's a real good dynamic but, between like you said this is a good issue for duke but a lot of the best scenes are with duke and cobra commander because they're being yes. very civil to each other cobra commander's not he's not behind lock and key in a cell they're just kind of out in the open chatting to each other and yeah, they're really, feel... really, really good scenes. And Cobra Commander's got a really good line. He's like, static fortifications become obsolete when the Nazi Blitzkrieg overran the <sighs> Maginot line. This little fortress of yours is laughable. Yeah, I love all that stuff. And lots of good bants with the, how do you drink out of that thing? And then oh, can that... we take off the faceplate? No, you can't. That's a good, but he tells him his, his helmet's rigged. Um, yeah. Try and take it off, it'll blow up, etc. But he's also got a, like a, a radio receiver that the Joes don't know about in his helmet. Yeah. Also, we get introduced to another amazing character, Firefly. Yes. Just get briefly introduced because Destro, the back, their plan, they're going to send in 
uh, Firefly, <coughs> and who's the other Wild guy? Wild Weasel. Wild Weasel, pilot. Yep. Not that they ever actually refer to him they, by his name. They just say the fact. pilot. But yeah. these guys don't actually even show up later in the issue. No. So I wonder what happened you know, there. Well, no. We'll, or we'll they, he's, he's sending them, he's, they're sending those guys to off the commander. No, they're tracking Storm Shadow's sword, which you assume ah, is yes. with him. They, Major Blood put a tra- trail. Major Blood put a tracking device in the handle of Storm Shadow's sword. Yeah. And then Wild Weasel and Firefly are going to track Storm Shadow because he will probably have rescued Commander by then. Yeah. Do they, do they know that Storm Shadow's going to rescue the Commander? Yeah, they do. They do. Oh, yeah, yeah they know. Yeah, yeah. Great scenes They'll- there. Russ Heath does a great job with Baroness, draws her really kind of sultry and sexy on the, yeah. on the couch, you know. Um, yeah. The bit we forgot to mention on issue 23, I'm, I'm amazed that we forgot to mention it, is... The bit and we're gonna I'm gonna touch this now is the bit where the Baroness who's been fully wrapped in bandages all the time and then when she comes out of the Burn Institute, blood is like, Oh my goodness, look at your face. She takes the bandages off and she looks exactly the same as she used to look. Yeah. It's that scene from Back to the Future Two where Doc has had a facelift. I and love he's exactly that exactly the same. And he's taking it off. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried you you, I was, great, I was worried you wouldn't recognise me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Uh, and that's exactly the same there, isn't it? She takes her bandages off and she looks exactly the same. Yeah, you think she's yeah. going to be horrifically disfigured. Yeah, or have a it different is... face, but she's got the same face. Really funny bit before it gets into the kind of action. Yeah. Whereas they've got the guy that's been thwarting them forever. Yeah. They've finally got him. Yeah. And they're just, they're just like, well, let's just play some cards. Yeah. And he, he's just chilling yeah. on, the, uh, on the bed. And Duke's kind of all just, you know, let's play some cards. What have you got? And then he's like, right, Cobra's got, you know, he wants to go outside, doesn't he? Because he's getting some stuff from his earpiece. Yeah, needs a, needs a piss or something. And Duke's like, yeah, let him go on his yeah. constitutional. Yeah. And, and, so he's got following the Geneva Convention. And, and the scene before that is a great scene. Again, back to Storm Shadow in this plane. And um, they think they've got something. And he's like, uh, enlarge the image to the max and run out the program for three-dimensional enhancement. Plot out the yeah. enhanced image in geodesic sectional quadrants and rotate 180 degrees to a vertical plane. And that's yeah. <laughs> and they spotted the, they spotted they basically they've zoomed in with this uh, equipment and they found the commander and the guy that the Cobra trooper um, says we're we're 10 miles away from the plateau. Um, turns around the storm shadow. The door's open. The storm shadow's already out the door. He's jumped. He's jumped. He's jumped for his Cobra commander. And uh, he is actually on a Cobra claw. And that's when you get the first bit of action. Uh, yeah, he's flied in under the radar. Um, swoops in, he sucker punches him, doesn't sucker he? Really? Punches him, grabs the commander, and the escape attempt is on. And then, bit reckless by Roadblock here, he opens up with his fifty cow because um, he could easily have killed the Cobra commander, which they don't clearly don't, don't want. Um, yeah, hits the fuel pipe, manages to damage this claw. So I'm hoping he's going to get some sort of disciplinary from Duke for for that dangerous yeah. activity. Yeah, and then we get introduced. Like Duke seems to be pretty casual. Yeah. The fact that Cobra Commander's just escaped, and then he brings out, like, out it's a famous vehicle. This the Skyhawk. Did you have it? Yeah. N- no, but they used it in the cartoon massively. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he gets in this vehicle. It's and a little one. It's on. a little one man kind of um, uh, flying yeah. pod kind of. Storm Shadow kind of sacrifices himself. And says, "Look, you know, there's no way we can both get out." No, of that's thing. well, Cobra Commander. Jump off, Cobra. Not really, Cobra. The other way around. Oh. Cobra Commander says, "There's no way we can both get out." He said, "You stay here, Storm Shadow." Yeah, yeah. He basically <laughs> yeah. he said, "I wouldn't leave you unless I thought you could get back safely." 
I know. And then there's just some awesome panels. It's like, boosh, Storm, Storm Shadow's on the deck in the snow, in the woods, and he starts putting together this sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah, loading it. He starts climbing up a tree. And he's, he's, and he's like, he's like, yes! he's like lure, commander, lure, lure them back to the tree line, and he's going to basically snipe them out. But gung-ho and roadblock have spotted... Great, they great, the tree! <laughs> great panels here. They've spotted him. Um, roadblock thinks his, his 50 cows not going to be good enough. No. And so gung-ho bloops a frag on him. You know, first one first doesn't one. even have to do a few range no. testers. Takes the base of the tree down. Storm Shadow Just falls out time. the tree. Um, Roadblock and Gung Ho go down to you know see what's happened. And there's another great panel here of inside this Cobra plane. And there's a, a guy getting in a Fang helicopter. Yeah, all, had that. All hail mighty Cobra. Thing. Love it. Yeah, that's very cool. And then we get a great scene where Storm Shadow jumps out the tree and just. Fash! He gets oh, he, gung-ho. He absolutely drills him in the back with the sword. Right down the back. Yeah. Were you... And, and, then, and then Roadblock body tackles him. Were you disappointed in how easily Storm Shadow got taken down? A, a little bit, but I think that's just that's just going to happen. Yeah. Roadblock's the goodie. Storm Shadow's Cobra. He's going to get his ass handed to him quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? Duke, Duke, you... Duke nails these fangs in his Skyhawk. Um, but the Cobra commander makes it uh, with the rendezvous with the Cobra plane and actually gets away. Hilarious dialogue here, Chief, from Duke. The fishing metaphor. I almost had the little one when the big one came along and swallowed it whole and swam away. He's so chilled that they've just got away. He's smiling. Yeah, I know. He's like, oh, this is great. I can use this lovely little anecdote. This is very different Duke that we saw at the end of issue 23. Yeah, he's very much Uh, one of the... He's kind of one of them, way more in a way that Hawk never was. He is one of the kind of in-the-trenches, boots-on-the-ground guys, isn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, he's not the guy that's giving orders from from the base. He wants to be um, on the front line. Duke is amazing. I'm a big fan of Duke, yeah. so I'm, I'm loving that he's been yeah. introduced. They, and then, they capture Storm Shadow, they take him back to this fortress, and they find... They find a he's m- out cold, isn't he's he, out Storm cold. Shadow? Yeah, he's absolutely <laughs> boshed him. He um, really is, yeah. Chump. Well, Rock and Roll says, what happened to this guy? Looks like somebody lamachined his face. What does that mean? <laughs> lamachined. No, I don't know. And then Roblox says, I don't know. Dude kept falling down. Wasn't my fault. <laughs> some, I imagine he kept bashing mythical him. mythical ninja I imagine he kept, just gets... He kept bashing you know, him in the shvied with his 50 cow is what I imagine. I, I think so, yeah. And they find, they find a, a mailing receipt in his pocket. They go for his stuff. <laughs> And, they, and he's mailed something, which I guess is his sword. Yes, that's that's So he correct. Storm Shadow has mailed his sword to Florida, some place called Chocoloski in Florida. Why has he mailed his sword? Well, we find out in the next page. No, we don't really find out because obviously Firefly and Wild Weasel are tracking this homing beacon. Yeah, which but is the sword. Storm Shadow knew these chumps were on him. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So like, he's he's leading them to this yeah, place on purpose. He's already paid Zartan. Okay. So um, so then I'd love this last page. So then they intrigue. So that first panel, Destro Blood and Baroness are on their supercomputer talking, talking to, to Firefly and Weasel and then it. It, it turns out they're outside a, a swamp shack. They're outside a swamp shack and then Cobra Commander turns up at Cobra HQ to confront yep. Destro Blood and Baroness. And then we cut back to the video screen where Wild Weasel and Firefly are and there's some crazy looking dude in a in a, two pistols. Two pistols, a red hood, and some kind of boob tube body top thing. 
uh, cut off at the midriff, and he is called Zartan. And if that doesn't pump your nads, I don't know what does. Yeah. Because that is a great ending to a great issue. Chief, maybe even my favourite issue. I don't know. I really love that issue. Could be your favourite. It could be. Uh, yeah, I think it might be my favourite so far. Or definitely up there anyway. So you're giving it a nine above Silent Interlude? I, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm definitely giving it a nine. Yep. Let's just... No, sod it. I'm just gonna, you've got to be honest on Talking Joe. Yeah. And that's the best issue, my favourite issue I've read so far. Like so I'm putting it ahead. I like it. Um, yeah. I am giving it... Um, high eight. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a high eight, and I think I will give it. I'll give it just below Silent Interlude. Reading that was like running down a hill for me. Just could not swallow up the dialogue and the imagery fast enough. Yep, yep, very good. Um, in the back of this issue, I've got the letters column here. Oh, okay. And okay. they are covering comments on issue twenty-one. Because obviously there's a, there's, a, there's a delay yep, in getting the letters and getting them published. So they're yeah. always about two or three months behind. And I'm going to read out this letter. Um, Dear Marvel, I have never written to a comic before and I wish I didn't have to write this letter. G.I. Joe 21, Silent Interlude stinks. I read it too quickly. It only took me five minutes. What happened? Sorry if I seem harsh. I know you will do better next issue. Bill Davis from Winnipeg. Burn. Yeah, Burn. Also, Dick. really amazing, really amazing that they would print that though. Yeah, I mean they don't have to put that in there, do they? They could just that, that's surrounded by you know this one here. Dear Joe's, wow, GI Joe Twenty One was excellent. I loved the artwork and the idea of not having words was great. The Ninja Warrior Storm Shadow was really neat. I hope we see more of him soon. What is the Neato. what is the connection between Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow? What is the meaning of the identical mark they have on their arms? I cannot wait to find out. Patrick Carroll from Chicago. Yeah, maybe the other chump felt like he wasn't getting his value for money because yeah. he wanted to read something. Yeah. And, he... and maybe it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a done thing. But there was actually, again, to show the influence of that, there was uh, a period, I think, I'm going to dig it out what year it actually was. I'm going to say it was late 90s where Marvel ran a uh, monthly thing called Nuff Said, uh, as in right. apostrophe N-U-F-F, Nuff Said, which was kind of a Marvel catchphrase as in, in yeah. enough said, enough said, uh, where they had every book that month was a silent issue. Oh, wow. Across, all, across every book, G- uh, X-Men, Avengers, whatever, Captain America. How'd it go down? Um, I'm not sure, but, you know, I, I, I was buying a lot of Marvel books at that point in time, um, so several of the books I've still got, uh, the wordless issues, but... Oof, that chump from Winnipeg wouldn't have liked that. No, no. <laughs> That's a bad month. Correct. Yeah, he may have made the switch to DC then. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's interesting, interesting letter. From my point of view, what a great week that was for G.I. Joe. Yes. Reading those. And I guess a great three months in real time back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was um, top. Um, next issue, if you want to read along, um, get get these issues. If you've got the issues already, great. If not, you can get the trades. I know some, you're saying some of them are quite hard to find. Um but go to Comixology, yeah. get 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 the collections cheap. We're going to be reviewing issues 25, 26, and 27. Yeah. Just actually, just to just to cut back to something um, about the trades and digital and stuff like that and how you're reading them. You posted up on Instagram a side-by-side still of, uh, what, what was it, Silent Interlude, where you had your original 
copy. Yep. And then you had the re-coloured coloured of version. the last Where page you, of that issue. You just got that from the internet, did you? Um, that one was given to me by um, yeah, Wolf Ears, Mark Seddon. Okay, so when the guy is sitting there and colouring it, yep. you're, are you saying that is exactly what it looks like, that, that kind of digital print, that's how it should be? And then when it goes through the process of being put onto paper, it obviously, the colour changes. No, what I'm because saying... Because I was thinking, left, I was saying, I'm so glad I get to see these kind of crisp, as they were meant to be seen versions. No, what I'm saying is the one on the left, which was the 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 original 1984 issue, that's mm. that's how it... My, my copy's not probably not faded over time, so that's how it would have been in 1984. Okay, yeah, I get that, but I'm talking about from the guy actually inking it. The guy, actually, the guy actually colouring it. Yeah, I want to know what he's seeing and who is seeing the closest version to that. So how has it? Yeah, how how has? Because surely these recoloured versions are what he did. They have to be. Yeah, because and he the, wouldn't. The, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have coloured it in a muted, washed, no washed way. out. Especially for that issue i was like you know i want to see the art how it was intended to be seen although that's not particularly sentimental to the yeah the nostalgia of actually flicking through the original comic i kind of it's a bit like saying you know if i'm going to watch a classic film i'd rather watch it in glorious hd how it was actually meant to be seen as opposed to putting in the vhs do you know what i mean yeah because you can just really see it and i was like geez those are two vastly different images there yeah like very different. I mean, you could argue that the entire colour palette is different. It's a it's a totally different hue. Yeah, do you know what I agree, mean? Agree, agree. I, I know that you've read this run loads and loads of times. I was just wondering if you'd ever actually read it in a different format. No, but maybe no. That that's a very good point. And I think next time I do, you know, in a couple of years' time, whenever the next, I try and do it once every two years, um, I think I will. I think I'll read the the recolored versions it'd be interesting to hear people out there who are reading what versions you're reading from and what you prefer you know because the art that i'm looking at is absolute like it is razor sharp yes and the the dialogue bubbles are just you know yeah my only my only concern would be are the colors too bright or are they i don't know i don't know what color palette they're following from what what what's their direction in terms of is there you know, an editor saying we need these colours to be this or this or this, I mean, or are they just going are... off off piste and doing what they want? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some research on that. But anyway. All right then. Um, we'll close the show with um, Chief Faskspan a question. Chief Faskspan a question. What'll he say? What'll he do when Chief Faskspan a question? Lay it on me. Um, you're a big Arsenal fan. Oh uh, Christ! I know where this is going. No, you don't. Uh, for for all the okay. for the uh, US listeners out there or non UK listeners, Arsenal are a North London based football or soccer for you guys. Our American team. listeners will know. They will know because every when I go to the states, I often uh, go for jogs and runs, and I always wear my Arsenal top and stuff. And I get stopped all the time from Americans. Really? They they know about Arsenal. The EPL English Premier League is big in the states. Right, interesting. They get all they get all the games free on TV, so people are aware of it. But anyway, Chief, carry on with the question. 
Um, the question is, what? What? First of all, um, a sub question: What's more important to you, the Premier League title or the Champions League? Hmm. Well, we're not in the Champions no, League. But, so. but what would be if you could win one or the other? What would it be? Um, it's, I think always with any sport, it's got to be the domestic league title well, or whatever you're in because it's a bigger test. It's you've got to maintain form over an entire season. When cup cup competitions have an element of chance, luck, you know, so it it's got to be the Premier League. When was the last title. time Arsenal won? the title oh my god 13 14 years ago okay it's ticking right, my, on qu- now. my question is my question is if there's a option between arsenal never winning the title again in your lifetime or mm. you having to pay money and see them win the title in your lifetime how much would you pay God, you want me to pay cash? Yeah, cash money. If you don't pay, like if you I've don't already... pay cash money, they never win the title again. Dude, when I was living in London, I felt like I was I was paying cash money every season <laughs> for my season ticket. Yeah, that's a disgrace. How much that was? I was, I was lucky What's enough the, to have a season. How much ticket. did it cost for a game? Um, well, I don't know, but the season ticket was fifteen hundred shackles, and that's for nineteen home games, is it? Yeah, but also cup games as well, Champions League games when we were in it, right? Um, so d- Chief I'm not paying cash I'm not paying cash no, not uh, even no, 20 quid what to oh, the thrill of sport is the uncertainty of the result you know wins would mean nothing if they were just automatic you know right. so um, no but unfortunately it's a bit like being you know a a, a good to, to sort of excellent tennis player in the Federer um, kind of era where it's like, well, you can be as good as you, you're just not going to win anything because what it's just a bad time to be good at tennis. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the same like that in the Prem with, with, with um, Man City. It's just nothing's going to happen for the next four or five years with the dominance of some of these other teams. So Arsenal's goal is not to win the league. It's to get into the Champions League, yeah. which is which means top four. Which is unlikely, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, this could, this could, this could have been a um, uh, inside Chief's mind, but I'm going to drop it in here quickly. When teams, I... when teams get promoted from whatever league into the league above, let's say, let's say Championship into the Premier League. Yeah. And they interview that manager before the pre-season, before it starts. What's your goal? You know, and he says something like, you know, we want to avoid relegation. We want to, you know, mm. mid-table, whatever. Uh, you think dream big. I, I, if I'm the chairman, I fire that manager. <laughs> fire what's him. Your, what's your goal this season? To win the league, you idiot. Yeah. That's my, you should say yeah. that, and then you should say something like, realistically, no. we... You None know, of that we realistically, rubbish. If you don't think you can win, yeah, I often don't think do it. That. I often think that. Why don't managers just put on a show and just make everything rosy and just say, yeah, our goal is to win the league every cup. Yeah. We want to win every single game. And if we don't do it, we can say, fair enough, we didn't do it. Yeah, it's like I get really frustrated when people say, you know, what are you going for this season? It's like, win every game. Yeah, what do you think? It's like, are you going to go for the cup? Are you going to go for the, you know, because you've got to prioritise. It's like, what? You know, I hate, I'm not, I don't buy into busy fixture lists where it's like, you know, there's a lot of fixtures. You've got to rest, you've got to rotate. Um, These guys being paid big wedge, they should be able to play every game. 
Yeah. Now you've got to run around for 90 minutes. Yeah, fact. Um, just go out there, win every game. Maybe we should be managers. Yeah, you know. It. <laughs> um, oh, that was a bit like having a football podcast. Yeah, and, and I'm not a football fan, so. Ah, oh, used to be a little bit, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, um, I keep ahead. You know, I keep an eye on the results and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so you must be. What's going on with the uh, American football? What's going on with the Super Bowl? Uh, well, actually, um, when did you find out who's in it? We're down to the last eight. <coughs> Excuse okay. me, down to the last eight now. Um, I actually had a bet last night on the uh, college football the ncaa champ- championship man. game there last night clemson versus alabama i had 30 quid each way on clemson which i placed back before christmas and uh they actually won and that won me 240 quid whoa which is nice. uh, good old clemson go go the tigers the milky bars are on chief yeah, you know um uh, yeah super bowl i don't know it's coming down to crunch time now or oh, the, t- the four teams that got the buys last week for being the best they enter the tournament now um, this weekend, so it'll be some good good fixtures. But um, yeah, looking forward to that. Cool. So you actually actively do follow it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's catching on, man. I, I'll probably stay up and watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. I quite enjoy yeah. it. Well, we get games at Wembley now, don't we? So. Yeah, you also get good film trailers. Yes. Super Bowl. You pay a lot. You pay over a million dollars or something, don't you? I for know. Second ad. It's insane. I think it's dude. I think it's way. I, I think, think it's more than yeah, that. Yeah. I think for about ten years ago, maybe it was that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anyway look, we've been going. We've been going on a bit. Running, we better wrap it up. We're running long here, but it's been a good episode. So I think it's uh, we what we've uh, justified the running length for this one. But if people want to uh, reach out to us, get in touch. We're on talking underscore Joe on Twitter. Instagram is talking Joe Comics. You can get us on talkingjoecomics at gmail dot com. Go. Have we got any emails ever we yet? We have not received one email yet. God uh, damn be it! The first, we'll give you a, that hits me we'll hard. We'll give you a shout out. Uh, we're on Facebook. Come on. We've got a group there called Talking Joe, a G.I. Joe podcast. Um, How is that Facebook group going, Chief? Are you cultivating a, a nice culture in there? Uh, it's tough going there. there. It's tough going. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Like a tumbleweed. I probably don't post as much on there as I do on the Twitter and the um, Instagram. I think we've had a good episode this week. Like I say, read along. Great issues. Read along with 25, 26, 27. That will be more on Zartan. It will also be the origin of Snake Eyes, issue 26, 27. Larry Harmer. Part one, part two. Larry Harmer, yes, comes back on Pencils. He did sign an interlude for issue 26. Lots of Storm Shadow action. uh, Lots of Snake Eyes action. You know, really good. If you've, you know, you thought 24 was your best issue yet, you know, these, these ones might surpass that. Yeah, I actually think I've I've read I've definitely read Snake Eyes Origin before, so I'm interested to see what I can remember. Yeah. But um, anyway. okay, right. Have guys. a good week, everyone. We will catch you next week. Okay, see you later, everyone. No, no.